Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the Stand Black by, and Gold, SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. It's a gloomy day here in Pittsburgh. It is gloomy. And... Our uh, little booth that we record in here is about 30 degrees. Might too. be colder in here than it is outside. I should have worn my moon boots and parka. <laughs> but we're here. It keep, yeah, let's it'll keep it. us awake. And, uh, well, that's uh, always a plus when we're doing the show. I, <laughs> I can honestly say that I have done a show with somebody who did fall asleep. Really? On air. When you're, you, usually, you're usually more entertaining than that. You know? Well, it wasn't just me either. It was me and Jerry Dulak. And, and the third member took a little snoozer. He just rested his head on the, uh, the huh. microphone and. <laughs> People who know my history on radio might have an idea who that person was. I have a hunch. (laughs) But it it was not you. Yes, okay. Uh, This is The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And, uh, well... Time to start thinking Ravens, huh? It is time to start thinking Ravens. Mike Tomlin talking about uh, the Ravens today quite a bit. And, obviously, uh, these two teams know each other very well. Mm -hmm. It's weird to me and i've seen this there's some other teams that are doing this as well to have these two matchups come this late in the season i know and so close together it's like like washington giants played last week one in between and then they played next there's week. not even one in between for washington they're they a bye they, they play right, the right. giants in back-to-back weeks i, know. I mean i, I mean that's, I, that should not happen it shouldn't because <laughs> for example lamar's out for two, right you know if it's if you're two out of three games and your best players out up oh, you're out of luck you lose to you know to a no, division opponent division opponents yeah. that mean more you I mean no, they should be spaced out more i don't like, understand that uh, during the bye week do the washington does ron rivera and his staff do they like game plan at all <laughs> right right like, well we have all this stuff we <laughs> yeah. know we know Here's the stuff we didn't use last week stunt and you know what are they going to work on i mean you were talking about making things easy for a team yeah right i mean of course Washington's going to study that Eagles tape. The Giants play the Eagles in between right. intently. And what are they doing differently? And of course, their own game. But you probably keep fifty percent of the game plan. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I mean, it's not like it didn't work. And, right, right, right. You know, played with tie. Just strange. Yeah, just strange. strange. Um, not to mention, I mean, just think of this this game that we're previewing. How much different the Steelers are now versus Week Two, right? Or the Ravens? Right. How much different they are oh, Week Two? Night and day. You know, you and I were just talking about DVOA and how much we like it and all that good stuff. Their offense is super high in DVOA, but that's a year-long thing. You know, right, I mean, like yeah, the, the last three, four weeks have not been, you know, a top 10 DVOA type of, of, of defense. Here's of what offense. they, yeah, here's what they've produced over the last, uh, well, let's go back to their bye week. Okay, that seems like a reasonable. Um, 
They had 27 at New Orleans. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that New Orleans defense was really banged up at that point, too. 13 points against the Carolina Panthers at home yeah. coming out of their bye. Panthers D is not horrible, but still, their offense is so bad, you should you know be dominating the clock and scoring points. Yeah. And they lost to the Jaguars. They scored 27 points in Jacksonville, but, but lost uh, 28-27. Okay. And then the game against the Broncos last week, they win 10-9. Yeah, I'd say the last two games they've won by one point and lost by one point. They, I mean, last week's game was miserable. It's a conundrum with this offense. They had uh, week one against the Jets. We now know the Jets are a pretty good defense. Right, right, right. They had two hundred seventy-four yards. Next week against Miami, Baltimore puts up four seventy-three. They started pretty hot all in Yeah, all they had 38 points in that game, 37 the following week at New England. Mm-hmm. Then they scored 20 against Buffalo and lost. They had 296 yards in that game. 325 in a win over the Bengals. They won 19-17. And if you recall right about this stage of the season, there's Lamar for MVP talk going. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like he's playing great and, you know. Uh, then they put up 20 against the Giants and lost that game. Had 406 yards, uh, but a couple of turnovers. That's how the Giants okay. have been winning this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. And they play the Browns. They win 23-20, but they had 254 total yards. Against the Browns. Against the and Browns. Like the best running, and they're a great running team against a terrible run defense. Yeah. They had 94 passing yards in that game. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, just, yeah, just completely took the air out of the ball. And when you do that, and you're you're supposed to be the better team, mm-hmm. you play it to a tight ball game. Yeah, right. I mean, you don't really help your cause there. No. You're the more talented team. Uh, then they had uh, the game against the Buccaneers. They scored 27. They scored 27 against the Saints. Then it's 13 against the Panthers. They had 308 total yards. They had 415 in that game against Jacksonville, but they gave up 28 points and gave up a lead. That's the other thing mm-hmm. about this this team that's, that's shocking. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. And then last week against Denver, they have, they have 285 total yards of offense. Yeah. and Last week was the most miserable of all. And Denver's got a decent defense, but that was a hard watch. I mean, that was not great football. People have been sure. running the ball against Denver, though. A little bit, yeah. And the Ravens yeah. couldn't do it. They can't with running backs. They Lamar can't. Lamar was at. Their running, their running back situation is bad. Their I mean, running game is Lamar, Lamar, and Lamar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Huntley's not half the runner he is. Right. I mean, he really isn't. I mean, he's a good runner, as quarterbacks go, but compared to the best runner, he's not in the same category. Yeah, I don't know who I would compare him to as a runner. Maybe more uh, like Mariota last week. Yeah, you I mean, know, in terms of potency, you know, I mean, good, I mean, above average. Yeah, that's where I was going to kind of go with this. Uh, I said before they played the Falcons last week that this that game would be a good primer for them against the Ravens. Sure, sure, and their experience and against the Ravens yeah. and other years will help them last week because you saw when like T.J. Watt every time was taking the quarterback. He was smacking, yeah, yeah. He was smacking Mariota yeah, after yeah, the handoff, yeah. like, which is perfectly legal. Yeah, right, right, right. You're going to run gonna the— happen this week. Yeah, it's going to happen this week against this team as mm-hmm. well. Uh, I don't know what they are offensively. I know. Have you heard any J.K. Dobbins news? Because he was supposedly None. practicing last week. Last week. I, I mean, not that I think he's even a difference maker at this point. We've seen so little of him. Not, he's coming off injury. Not what we saw you know, before he— uh, and I'm not sure what Stanley's situation is, but I don't know that he'll ever be the same player that they paid for, unfortunately, because he's in and out of the lineup like Dobbins all the time, too. Yeah, Dobbins averaged 3.5 yards a carry when he did when he play was, yeah, yeah. earlier this year. That wasn't wasn't good enough. They wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even with Lamar, so there's a bunch of rumors that their offense coordinator's in the hunt for the Stanford job. I think they started that. <laughs> I was about to say, everybody should be like, 
why don't you take that job? Yeah. It's good for you. You know, they have a very simplistic uh, passing game, too. They have a very complex run game. Well, that sounds perfect for the college level. <laughs> you yeah, know right. what I mean? You know, I mean, and uh, I think that the system has run its course a little bit. You know, like they still have great success against teams that don't see them often, the NFC teams, because they do play a very unique style, as we all know. They have a lot of tight ends on the field, the fullbacks, a giant, you know, I mean, but it, it, when it comes down to we got to throw the ball on third and eight, like Greg Cosell says all the time, third and eight once in a while, you know, yeah. it's either, you know, all these guys have to beat man coverage, which none of them can, or Lamar do something great, you know, like it's it's not a, it's too schoolyardish at times to just say Lamar go make a play and that just doesn't work in this. He's moment. their leading rusher by a and wide it's not margin. even close. It's a wide margin. It's not even close. He averages sixty three point seven yards per game, uh, and that counts last week. That counts last week, right? right. right. So, so he was that. much right. higher than that. Left very early in that. Uh, then you got Drake and Edwards are at forty two and forty eight yards per game. Um, Justice Hill mixed in yeah. as well. I mean, the three of them played like 25, 25, 50% of the snaps. But they've got 92, 49, and 41 carries. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's just, it's nuts. It's nuts. They average 5.2 yards per carry as a team, but that's offset by Lamar, who averages 6.8 yards per carry. Yeah. I mean, there's some big philosophical things here. And I get the camp of, hey, running backs don't matter. They sure matter in this team. Yeah. I mean, they absolutely do. Like, if, with, if, if I you're going to have five tight ends on your roster right, right. and a 300-pound fullback, right? I mean, you, you better need have a running really backs. good ball carrier, right? Yeah. And Dobbins could be that, but you can't count on him. Like, what I was going to ask you is, if I were the GM of the Ravens, or you're the GM of the Ravens, you know, and an equal prospect at wide receiver and running back is on the board in the first round or second round or whatever— you would think you take the wide receiver because their receivers are so bad. And we were talking off the air. Who wants to go there in free agency? You got to draft and, them, right? And you Marquise have to, or Brown you're getting retreads. Out. You know, right? You're getting Demarcus Robinson, and that's hard just yeah. to throw a rookie in time and time again. Or do you draft the back and just plug them in and do what you do? You know what I mean? And they had all these picks. They didn't draft any wide receivers. They drafted more tight ends. Right, right, right. More right. tight ends. More tight ends. It's all about the tight ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensively, they're supposed to be. It's supposed to be a really good secondary. And yeah. for large portions of games, it is mm-hmm. a good secondary until the game is on the line. Wow, there's big problems there. They've blown three double-digit leads in the fourth quarter of games this year. Quarter. Going into the fourth quarter, they were up by 10 or more, and they lost three of those. Yeah, That's... which I don't, I believe had never been done, like really? tied a record. Okay, no, that absolutely could be true. With a secondary that includes Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, uh, Kyle Hamilton, Kyle Hamilton, Marcus Williams for portions of the season. Yeah, he's out now. Um, doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. Um, I, I was just doing this right before the show. I was fiddling with stats and snap counts and all the dorky things I do. So last week against Denver, who play a fair amount of three receiver sets. I mean, they're not an exclusive eleven personnel team, but like everyone, it's not a weird offense like right. Atlanta's. The, the two corners, Humphrey and Peters, played one hundred percent of the snaps. No other corner played more than like 12%. And Hamilton played, he's really the third safety now. Everyone thinks he's a super prospect. Right. Well, he's number three on the depth chart. He played like 55% of the snaps, but as a slot. So it's, you know, the, the super secondary. I think, is, I think what they're looking, they're searching because in previous years, when they would, when they needed a slot, 
Mm-hmm. They would move Humphrey inside. He's one of the few that does it really well in both. The problem is, by doing that, now you're putting somebody in the outside. And it can't be Hamilton. They can't know, do he, that. Right, right, right. They don't have another They don't have that corner. corner. Yeah. Right. I mean, that that's the that's the problem. You nailed it. I mean, there's, they had another outside corner they trusted. Then they'd have a really good secondary. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. (laughs) Now, they have good players, but they're not asking them to do what they do best all the time. As that person who once fell asleep on the air told me (laughs) at one point, (laughs) if you've got an inferior cornerback on the field, he's the Snickers bar. Yeah, right, and they right, will right. go, and you will go after that. You'll eat the Snickers bar over and over and over again. Yeah. So I wonder. I mean, again, I haven't given this game a ton of tactical thought, but is this more of an eleven personnel game for the Steelers? It's not really what they've excelled at, and it'd be a little different if you had Claypool still, you know, yeah. as opposed to the Gunners and Simses of the world. I mean, they've been putting big people out there. But if you're and, putting, if I'm putting, you know, Sims or Gunner on the field, mm-hmm. and they're going to come at him with with one of these big. I mean, if they're going to put Kyle Hamilton over Sims, I mean, I'm not going to ask Sims to run block him. Right. You know, just go be quick and, yeah. you know, I mean, Beat him. if that's how they're going to play it. Where I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do, I'll, I'll mix and match. I'll get the matchups that I want based off of that. Yeah. 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 I hear you. And, and so I think it's interesting. The, the state of their, and also Patrick Queen went out last week, too. I yeah. don't think he's going to play. I mean, they're, their linebacking has been a lot better since trading for Roquan. I mean, he's the leader and all that. But those two played a lot together. And so their back seven's a little compromised. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. And the so, other thing, too, is you mentioned Williams. Williams is one of those true, pure free safety. And that's something they've stressed. I mean, Ed Reed, Earl Thomas. They've always had one, yeah. yeah. they paid big money for Williams. Their other safeties aren't that guy. And, and they're not asking Hamilton to do that much. So it's a little strange, the single high stuff. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that they love to do, and I made note of this yesterday, Kenny Pickett has been killing the blitz. Yeah, yeah. This team blitzes. Less than usual. Less than usual, but they'll blitz. I mean, Wink Martindale's the biggest blitzer in the league, <laughs> and now he's in New York with the Giants. But they are historically a massive blitz team. That That's down. I assume they're aware of Pickett versus blitz. Are they going to bring the heat on the on the rookie? I mean, a lot of that's Harbaugh, too, obviously. Yeah. Does Harbaugh say, heat up the rookie? Or is he going to say, well, that's not really what we do now? I, I mean, I if, don't you, know. if you look at it, Queen has four sacks. Yeah, they, they spread them around. They spread right. them around. Yeah. Humphrey has three. Marcus Peters has one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Hamilton has one. So they'll send those guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're good at it and selectively doing it. You know, I, 
I bet they're – I have no clue on this, but just watching them as a team, I bet their blitz success rate is really good. You know, they, yeah. they don't blitz a high, high percentage now. It's like middle of the road compared to being at the top. But they get home when they do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they couldn't cover anybody last year. Yeah, well, that was that was part of the problem. Blitz. And they kept <laughs> kept blitzing. Which is just why Wink is in New York. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just interesting. Um, but they're an odd team. It, it really, really is, and and you know, as usual. Again, I, I was looking at that. Again, we love football outsiders. They're the number four team in DVOA. Mm-hmm. Number nine on defense. Number one. On special teams, they're always top two. Number six on offense. I, six just, on offense. I've watched this team. I don't see the number six offense in the league. I don't either. I mean, there's easily fifteen offenses I'd not rather play. Yeah, you know, no I mean, doubt. Lamar's a, Lamar's a different animal, and he's, no question, he no makes question. it he makes it dangerous. But and I'm sure the football side six is, best, right? <laughs> I'm sure those folks would say. Well, with without Lamar, they're not the sixth best. But these are all numbers driven, you know. I mean, this yeah. is majority. Of this is. I mean, here, here are the teams that they're up there with. So Kansas City's one, Miami's two. Be. Yeah, they're the easy one. Philadelphia's three, Buffalo's four, Cincinnati's five, Baltimore six. They're those top five are slam dunks. Cleveland seven. Yeah, they run the ball really well. Their their offense is better than people think. Cleveland's Seattle's I think Cleveland's is better than Cleveland or Seattle's is better. Seattle's eight, there. Detroit nine, Green Green Bay is ten. Wow, that doesn't quite add up either. Detroit does. Yeah, Dallas is 11. I would think they'd be higher. Yeah. Uh, that Atlanta offense is 12. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe they wait running more than I thought. Raiders are, well, if, they, if that's the case, the Steelers, they, Steelers should be shooting they up should the be charts. Shooting up the board, right. And and the they, fact that Atlanta and Baltimore are as high as they are. The Steelers are now the 21st rated okay. offense. I remember at one here. point, though, they were like 29. You know I mean? yeah. They're definitely moving up. Interesting. But they're on par now with, like, Tennessee. Um, Tennessee's minus 3.6. The Steelers are minus 3.8. Okay. Chicago's minus 4.1. Chicago's offense is awful. It is, but all the, <laughs> it's all, all the field it's all fields. plays, yeah, I, I can see it. how they would skew things a little bit. I mean, their, their highs are really high. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to, what to make of that. No, I don't either with the offensive DVOA. That does not add up. Defensively, I get it. I mean, it's they're stopping the run, and yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they use a lot of people, and there's some real good players on that side of the ball, and you know, Calais Campbell, and those guys are all quality players still. Yeah, um, and again, they're always awesome on special teams. Yeah, this is another. This will be another big test for this uh, suddenly resurgent Steelers run game. These, Absolutely, these guys give up three point eight yards a carry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's basically what Indianapolis. I say was, the Colts were about the same. The Colts way. were at three point seven going okay. into that game. Yeah, and, they're both at the top of the league. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'll be interested to see if the you know the Steelers can run the football in this one. Uh, the difference here: the, the Ravens give up eighty two point five yards per game on the ground. On the ground, okay. They're one of the few teams. I think there's only like five teams in the league that give up less than a hundred yards per yeah, game. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, the, as as you would imagine, and has been the case since Lamar has been there. Their discrepancy of time of possession and time, they're also at the top of the league in time yeah. of possession. But in terms of, t- they allow like 80 more passing yards per game than they produce. <laughs> yeah. And they have like 60 more running yards than they allow. You know, I mean, like th- th- they are what they are. And their receivers are just so bad, though. Yeah. I mean, like you and I like Devin Duvernay as a 
as the slot. If he, yeah, the Steelers, if he's your, right, if he's right. your slot return guy, he's, yeah, yeah. he's a better version of Steven Sims. Right. He's a little sturdier. <laughs> he's you know, a little bit better yeah. route runner, all those things. He's not a number one receiver. No. And calling Deshaun Jackson out of retirement, and you know he gets hurt every time he runs a go route. You run him out there, and he's going to run his two go routes a game and then limp, yeah, limp to the sideline. Le- le- you know, runs a go route on the Ravens sideline, just makes a detour he goes right to the blue tent. And- <laughs> That's pretty much what he is. <laughs> I mean, they had all their all their eggs in the the Rashad Bateman basket, and yeah. I like Bateman as much as the next guy. I'd love him to be a Stealer, but he's a rookie that didn't do much. Or he's a he didn't do anything guy, last year, right? And there's no Plan B, and you trade Marquise Brown. Yeah, like what if they had Marquise Brown? I'd be like, okay. I mean, at least there's somebody scary. You know? Yeah. Although I sent you the numbers on Marquise Brown last night with Tyler Huntley. They You're were off Mark Andrews. No, I said I sent you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, sent you, right. I sent you both. Yes, yes, yes. Which is will bring us to the Huntley point. Yeah. So Huntley, everybody's oh look, he's high completion percentage. He oh, can really lose the re- offense. Shouldn't even resign Lamar. <laughs> Throws everything sideways. Everything. Everything. Sideways. Yeah. These are passes I could complete. Yes, it's all <laughs> horizontal. Uh, I mean, you mentioned it. The Andrews numbers were great with Huntley. Yeah. And the usage. Because he's targets. catching everything within five yards of the line of scrimmage Absolutely. and he runs somebody over, breaks a tackle, and he's fine. And the guy that runs the 4 2 has nothing with Huntley. <laughs> he's catching he's, everything at the line of scrimmage and then trying to make something happen. And getting tackled. Yeah. Exactly. You know, his That's their passing game with Yards him. for complete, completion was like 5.7 yeah. you know, with Huntley. I mean, it was barely bad last year, too. It was Extremely awful last bad. year. So he was 27 of 32, 84.4% completion percentage. That sounds great. That is great. You'd love to have that. Them, right, because yeah. throws. Um, but for 187 yards. Yeah, and these guys aren't even that good. They're at empty the calories. Yeah, yeah. And I think on third and eight, he throws four yards to sidelines. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, 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 he's he's a long way from Lamar. So, is it, like, in this game, does Deshaun Jackson even dress? Right. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> and and it's the, the difference between – it's not just because the Ravens have a unique offense. I mean – Lamar throws the ball down the field. Yeah, I mean, he gets a huge yeah. discrepancy. He's got a big arm and he can whip it. Those two, yeah. I mean, they go deep, and this guy doesn't ever, ever, ever. <laughs> so I mean, I guess the Steelers again for the second straight week will probably play a lot of their base three four. You know, not a ton of nickel, very little dime. Crowd the line of scrimmage a little bit. I mean, the Ravens are kind of easy to to play against now. I mean, especially if you've seen their diverse run game. And Lamar's not part of it. Yeah, it's it's not like you know if it, if this team had Cordero Patterson, right? That would be as a, a running scary, yeah. yeah, right. If right, this right. team had Tyler Algier, Drake London. Right? I, mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, if you could buy those, that Falcons offense teams, right. without Lamar Jackson in it, or right. th- this 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 uh, offense without Lamar Jackson in it, is worse than the Falcons offense. I think you're right, especially with London factoring in as a receiver. Right. This guy might be a better. Accuracy guy than Mariota's. Been. I would say, yeah, I would say but so. But Mariota at least throws downfield a little bit more, right? You know, I mean, I don't know who I'd rather play against of those two. I mean, both are high on the list. Subpar, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Both are subpar. This will be the first time in Kenny Pickett's career he'll face a quarterback on the other sideline whom he has more experience in. Oh, really? He's starting the actual yeah, yeah, NFL yeah, yeah. game experience. Okay. I bet he's thrown more passes than him. Yeah. I mean, started more games. He's thrown more passes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Huntley started like four last year. He started four games and last year. Came yeah. in relief a couple he times. He has thrown, I, I was just looking at this today, he has thrown... Uh, I mean, I think he's a perfect backup for Lamar. Oh, it's, it's ideal. Right. Mike but, Tomlin made mention of that today. He, they don't have to change their offense when they have No. It. I mean, that, that's not easy to pull off. But 
all these people talking about, man, he should be a starter oh, or forget don't that. resign Lamar. That's just ridiculous. give it to this guy. I'm like, I don't have you watched it? Right. Yeah. Have you, are you just looking at the numbers or right, are you right. looking at the, at the actual results? He's thrown 225 career passes. Okay. What's his completion percentage by chance? Uh, Sixty-seven point six. Good, right? Yeah, because he throws and but his average yards per attempt is five point seven. That's really five point seven. Really low is like a month ago. People were killing Pickett for six point one. Right, and he keeps going up and up and up. You know, five seven is minuscule. Yeah, I mean he's got a he's got a seventy-seven point three percent or quarterback rating in his career. Okay. Um. Three touchdowns, five interceptions. I don't even know how he threw five interceptions if you don't throw the ball down the field. <laughs> right, right, right. They tipped at the line of scrimmage or what? <laughs> like, that's know? that's just awful. Yeah. I, I don't, I never understood the talk of, oh, he needs a chance to start. Okay. I don't know. About that. He's a good backup. <laughs> good backup. Yeah, yeah. They'd be in a lot more trouble. You know, they didn't have him. But yeah, it's not like you're going from Lamar Jackson to Mason Rudolph Flacco. or Joe Flacco, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. which right, they right, did right. for a while. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But so it is yeah, a good scheme fit, and he's a perfect number two, and he's cheap, and he's young, and good for him. But he's not a shadow of Lamar Jackson. No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, you can subscribe to SNR's newest podcast, The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports, is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Saverin on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe today. They're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, it's Power Rankings Day. Let's see nice. where this two-game winning streak, this this hot streak, has put the Steelers at but, now. But this little nugget, Baker Mayfield is a, a ram. I heard that he might be a ram. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. There's a shot he plays Thursday night. Wow. Well, <laughs> Wofford's hurt. Happen? Yeah, right, right. I mean, they, they're they're kind of up against it. but Okay. I guess maybe he's trying out to be the backup next year. Yeah, he's putting some tape out there. At Absolutely. Least. Yeah, I get it. That'll be a mess. Oh, it's a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after this. This is Black and Gold Fan Habit. Listen to this crowd. SNR. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.